Had it finished shot off the post, rebound, score! Paul Cotter follows the puck off the iron, puts it into the goal. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Broken up from behind, intended for Milano. Two on one for Vegas. Marcia so on the left. Will Smith got it to him. He scores! Nicholas Wong! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Oh, no. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris mm-hmm. Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox yep. Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley uh-huh. Chevrolet on the 215. Yep, it's still there. Mm-hmm. Home of the... Woo! Right, right, yes, yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. See what I was doing there? Do you have any idea what I was doing there? Because you're not in the same room as Chapman and I right now, Wallace. Nope. Do you have any nope. idea what nope. what we were doing there? What I was doing? Zero. I thought you were just being a jerk. Nope, nope, trying nope. Trying to mess nope. me up, Chapman. Chapman, you want to tell him what what I was doing there? I I don't really know what you're doing there, but it was it was pretty funny. Well, so so I came on the air and what I was talking with Chapman. I was talking with Chapman, and I thought uh, I left my because I was just on with Cofield plugging our show, like promote, 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 promote. That's all I do. Promote, promote, promote. Except the on exactly. Um, so I was just over uh, in their studio, and they're across the the way, like three three miles down right now because they're redoing their studio. And I thought I left my phone over there, and I said out loud as the intro was playing, I thought oh, no. I left my phone over there. And just as the mic came up, I I said nope. And that went on the air. So I thought, well, that's kind of goofy. So I just thought I'd make it a shtick and do it mm. through the whole opening. So that's that's what I was that's what I was doing there. I actually wasn't trying to be a jerk. I was trying to cover up mm. for my uh, mistake by being somewhat of a jerk in a playful way. Yep. So that's yeah. uh, that, yeah. that that was that was the situation. Just wanted to clarify that with everybody. Yeah, that was odd. That was yeah. Weird. Yeah. Did you hear me? Could you hear me? Yeah, it was laughing. Yeah. Chapman, Chapman and I are best buddies. It like it's it's funny. it's hard. You know, like you know, we, we I, just went for the greatest lunch this afternoon, and oh, wow. and he he got his uh, actually to go uh, because he ordered this massive chicken parm. Who does that for lunch? A massive order of chicken parm. Chicken and parm he, is and, good. And he got uh, he got chicken half of his great. to go, and we were just joking that uh, they left it in in the car. And he's got his his dog in the car right now for for like two hours, and and because it's, it's nice weather out, and he rolled down the windows, so yeah. the the dog's safe. But this his puppy has to to sniff this chicken parm for two hours. There's not a chance that there is a a morsel of chicken parm left. No, no, Misty no. will will devour yeah. that chicken. Parm. Misty is a maniac when it comes to chicken well, parm. I brought her into the studio one day when you guys were on the bye week. Yeah, and. I left her with the front desk with Lucy, the the uh, the receptionist. Yeah, and I jumped in the studio with Lindsay, and all I could hear the entire time was Misty barking and looking for me. She was why, going nuts. Why, why, why wouldn't you just bring Misty into the studio? Well, because I figured she would bark. Well, I was told no dogs in the studio by the general manager, so I had to leave her in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, apparently we've had Come we've on. had issues with dogs in the studio in the past. Oh, not yeah. not mine. Mine is well behaved, but well, Lauren Bussois' dog was on the show the other day. Yeah, um, Stella. Stella. Yeah. Stella. Oh, I love a good Stella. Bogey Bogey was not there, his other dog, but Stella. Uh, Stella's a big. I uh, I always love it when I interview people and I hear a dog. I make them bring the dog on the program. Like if I'm doing the Chirp mm-hmm. podcast and there's a dog anywhere yeah. around, uh, I make sure that that Pierre Luc Dubois 
Uh, he had to. He picked up his computer and showed, walked around the house, showing me his dogs. Uh, because I could hear one of his dogs snoring underneath the table while he was recording the podcast. I'm like, what is that noise? And he said it was a dog. So uh, we got to bring the dogs up. Uh, we got a game to talk about from last night in Denver. We also got some uh, trade news happening in one of the craziest leadups to a National Hockey League trade deadline. Having covered trade deadlines. For a national network since 1999, we started at Sportsnet in 1998, but I've been in the National Hockey League since 1994. Uh, I've seen every version of it. I've seen a lot of action on trade deadline day where uh, the lead up uh, just pops a cork and pff, it's a champagne uh, shower, or I've seen nothing happen, or the they make all the trades five days before, and then it's just a big mm-hmm. eh, 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 uh, on trade deadline day. That's more what happens, really. And then you're on air for, for eight hours, and you're talking about all the trades that really happened, and you rely on um, some of your can programming. This is a different story, because there's been a week and a half of trade action, and yeah. it goes back even a little bit further than that with the New York Islanders and the Vancouver Canucks getting together in a trade, and there's a slight lull, and then it's been steady all the way through, including a flurry of activity this afternoon. We have until Friday at noon Pacific for this thing to continue. And all indications are, based on the mile markers and those involved, it's going to continue right up until the deadline. Based on what we've seen, because the East has been frantic. It's an arms race if I can use that phrase, and I apologize, I do apologize if I offend anybody uh, with, with that vernacular. But it's crazy what's happening in the East with the going all in. And uh, then you've got in the West where there's just been nibbling and tweaking. Yeah. Barbashev, I would call a, a midline trade. Versatility, a player that can play up and down your lineup can have an impact. Uh, but n- nothing like what we've seen in surrendering assets and acquiring top-line talent in the Eastern Conference. And look at this from a all-in perspective. Okay. Eastern Conference, Toronto. Yep. All-in. All-in. All yep. yep. Tampa Bay, boatload of assets. They continue all to be all-in. New York Rangers. <laughs> all-in. Nope, Showtime, baby. Nope, nope, nope. You're wrong on that. Okay, all right. No, don't get offended. They're not all in? Don't get offended. They're not all in? The don't. Rangers aren't all in? No. I just haven't come up with a term that goes beyond all in. <laughs> like, what okay. is after all in? Showtime, baby. All in. That gives you a little bit more flair. The New York Islanders made a big deal. I would say they're not all in, but... <laughs> They're making a push. All right? They're, they're preparing for it. Um, the New Jersey Devils, all in. They acquired a player without an extension and gave up a ton of assets. That to be fair. is all in. To be fair, they, they do not have an extension in place, but they do have the potential of two playoff runs with Timo Meyer. So... You get a little bit more value there, but yeah, you're right. You, you go all in with a with a guy the caliber of Timo Meyer. You give up a ton of assets to do it. 
without an extension in place. Okay, to, to get two years out of them, what do you have to do? How do you, you how, how do you, well, how do you get two years yeah. out of them? You got to get him to sign a qualifying offer. Exactly, exactly. And what does that cost you? Ten million dollars. All right, that's all in. That I know. That, but you're all in for two that, years. That, you get that's two all years in. Out of it. Uh, you're you're paying a huge price uh, on that front. So there is one, two, three, four, five teams in the Eastern Conference who are <laughs> all in. Mm-hmm. What's Carolina going to do? Oh, yes, a Pooley RV. Come nope. on. Like, what are you talking about? You, you, that's not the deal. They did make a, a, a trade today in, in acquiring the former fourth overall pick. Actually, he's still a fourth overall pick. It's not yeah. really former. You never lose that. It kind of bugs me when people say, he's a former second overall pick. Mm. No. <laughs> he was a second overall pick in 1998. That's, that's he right. was a thing, yeah. Uh, right. So what does, what does Carolina do? Uh, because they have to get in this in this race if they want to do it. Oh, I forgot. I forgot one team. Yeah. In the all-in. Boston Bruins. Yeah. Best team in the league. They made significant ads. Not, not sensational players, not top mm-hmm. 20 scorers, but ads. And they paid prices for that. Uh, I'm thinking of Orlov and Hathaway in particular yeah. from from the Washington yeah. Capitals. Guys that can make impacts with. The, I love Orlov. I really do. And Hathaway sure. is just. Um, uh, I I might go up on charges if I played Hathaway. He's such a thorn under the side. Like I, I would do something <laughs> nasty to him. I wouldn't be able to control my temper. Like he just he just gets under your skin. So there there's 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 Boston as well. There's six teams. And then you've got a couple of others who could also be in the mix, uh, like like the Carolina Hurricanes in in the Eastern Conference in that Atlantic Division, and with a wild card position still to be determined. The Islanders, they made their trade. Mm-hmm. They're they're in and around there. Uh, Buffalo, what are they going to do? Detroit, are they sellers? Like there's still some teams to have an impact. And in the West, we haven't we haven't started. We we have really have not started in the Western yeah. Conference, and it is Tuesday at ten after the hour. Tuesday right. at ten after the hour, which would be inside three days. What's I mean? What's left for the Western Conference? Like legitimately, you you look at you know some of the names that are out there, right? Like Brock Besser maybe is the the most talented offensive uh, forward that's left on the table in terms of players that could potentially move. I, I don't know how deep down the rabbit hole you go with JT Miller, but like what's left now for the Western conference, which what team's going to go out there and make a big splash. Like the Oilers go out and, and bring in Matthias Ekholm. Like that's a great move for that team specifically, but is there another move in, in the in the mix for the Edmonton Oilers to kind of push things over the top as we've talked about, the West is wide open. Well, do do the Edmonton Oilers actually make a push for Eric Carlson? I don't know. They they didn't sound like it was going to happen. They downplayed it the other day, but yeah. do, do the Edmonton Oilers loop back around there? Jacob Chikrin is still there. <laughs> Besser's still there. James Van Riemsdyk can help a power play. That sure. would be considered a middle of the road acquisition by most people's standards. That would be a big, impactful acquisition 
through my eyes because of what he can do on the power play. Bertuzzi in Detroit, what does he do? Where does he end up uh, with this situation? Montreal has uh, Joel Edmondson. Where does he end up? Uh, and I'm actually kind of scared to start mentioning a bunch of names because sure. they could be traded two minutes ago, and and I'm <laughs> and I'm actually it's 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 old news uh, on on that front. Uh, but you still have players available, and th- and I'm thinking some unrestricted players. We're starting to see guys with two years with term left be able to go uh, in this, and and don't think that the Calgary Flames are automatically a buyer or sitting still. I think they could be a team that by Friday might come to the realization that uh, that they might have to to move off a couple of players. So uh, th- th- there's a lot left on the tree for the Western Conference to digest in this. Yeah, I, I, I get the sense that, you know, at some point, right, like Jacob Chikrin's got to go. No, he doesn't. That, that, he, he does. He, he, he has to. Ryan, I, I had this. I had this conversation I with Darren Dreger. He doesn't have. To. I know. I know the Arizona Coyotes do not have to trade him. But if you sit a player for three and a half, doesn't weeks, matter. Gavrikov's you still have there. To move on from him. Gavrikov's missed eight games in in, in Chick- Columbus. Chikrin Chikrin's been out for the entire month of February. Uh, if go back, you, you didn't do it, and I'm disappointed every time I have to remind you of this. The best education you can have. To come in here every day and do the VGK Insider Show is to download the Chirp Podcast with Darren Millard and get access to the insiders. Because I, I, I put them on a plate to you. This is knowledge that you can use and spin as your own homework, and you don't do it. The, the podcast that I did with Drecker last week stands up. Uh, there's still a lot of it that uh, because we we stayed away from some areas that we knew were going to happen, and the last one is is Kane, which I still have an hour left on that one. Uh, but but the whole chicken thing, we spent about 15 minutes on talking about where they've been with him in Arizona, where they're going with him, and this has gone through now multiple trade deadlines and a free agency period, a summer. And a training camp. And nothing's happened yet. And there is no guarantee that something does happen. This is the best way to make sure it does, is by me to go on the live radio and say, nothing is guaranteed. Uh, but mm-hmm. but here's the, the and I, I, I actually listened back. This is how much I want to do my homework. I listened back to the Dreger episode today because I wanted to refresh some of my uh, knowledge from what, what Dreger drops on me. Uh, from TSN in Canada, uh, and he said the what he's being told from other teams, and he's talking to the guys making the decision in the other teams, the price is still too high for Jacob Chikrin. So there's no guarantee that he goes. But you can make a case that he's the biggest piece available right now and then go on down that list. Like, uh Columbus has a couple of pieces. Columbus has got a goaltender that that I think could help a team in Eunice Corpusalo, who uh, whose numbers are better from the middle of December, thanks to my goalie guru, uh, Kevin Woodley, guru uh, from In Goal Magazine and In Goal Radio, the podcast. The the numbers back that up. I, I, we haven't seen goaltenders move yet. 
I think that there's a player there from from Columbus. Uh, so there's there is still quite a bit of interest and interesting transactions to come. Well, it is my opinion that, um, like, I, I don't know how you bring – I don't know how you, you don't trade Jacob Chikrin. Like, listen, whatever the, the insiders are saying, whatever the, the feel is, I just think it's ridiculous, personally. Well, personally, the price is too high. Like, Teams I, will I pay it. it. I hear you. I hear you. I understand that. Then, then figure it out so you don't have to put the player through this situation where he's missing three weeks out of the year – Every single year, every uh, the single player asked for the trade. Do this. You you could make a case the player put himself in this position. The players okay. asked for the trade. Gotcha. Okay, and, and, right? and it doesn't behoove it doesn't behoove in any way the Arizona Coyotes to trade a player as good as Jacob Chikrin at the cap hit that he's at for the for the term that he has left. It doesn't doesn't benefit them in any way to move on from the player. If you get what for a you team want, that is trying to be as terrible as they want to be, Ryan, in order to get Connor Bedard, Ryan. It, can you hear me if you take your headset off? Like, do you have volume access where you are? I I don't understand the question. I'm was, I, asking you, can you take your headset off? Stand up, walk back, and look at this thing from 40,000 feet. All right? This is, the, this is the ultimate win-win for the Arizona Coyotes. Look at it. They are playing with one of their best players in the stands. For two and a half weeks, correct? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. They are getting tons of interest and seeing where the market plays out for not only Jacob Chickren, but they're getting teams to call, and if things don't go great with the Chickren conversation, they're talking about a bunch of other guys that they may be able to spin and turn into assets. That's a win, right? Yeah. Generating interest in their other players, having conversations, having people knock on their door. That's a win. Now, factor in that the Arizona Coyotes are right now the fifth worst team in the National Hockey League. And if they don't trade Jacob Chikrin, they'll have spent two and a half weeks without one of their best defensemen, which drops them down in the standings and increases their draft potential. If they trade them, they'll have spent the last two and a half, three, two and a half to two months and three weeks without one of their best defensemen. That's a win when you're trying to put yourself in a position to draft Connor Bedard and win the draft lottery. Correct? Sure. 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 40,000 feet. Okay. This is a great thing for the so Arizona Coyotes. So trade them. That's that's the best. And, that's and the if best you don't trade him, action, hey, right? hey, no, no, no. So if, if you, you so if you don't trade him, you bring him back into your lineup, and then and then he he what he gives you three or four more wins. No, and takes you out of the Bedard sweepstakes. No, like, look at it. Look look at this. Look at it. What if they win the draft lottery because of where they fall, mm-hmm. having played three weeks without Jacob Chikrin? They win okay. the draft lottery. Do you think Jacob Chikrin is gonna? go back this summer and say, I want to get out of here. This isn't Maybe. working working my my direction. We I, I know you guys just won the draft lottery and landed the best player in the world that hasn't played in the National Hockey League. The best oh, okay. player arguably since Connor McDavid. 
to play in, in, in the National Hockey League. Uh, I'd still rather go to A, B, C, or D. Even though you haven't been able to work out a deal the last year and a half, I'd still like to trade it. I'd want to go. He will do a U-turn faster than Chapman in that Mustang. He will be okay. pulling the E-brake, spinning around, and right back in. And that would be the ultimate win-win for the Arizona Coyotes. Okay. This is so, an Arizona so radio, me, by the way. It's, it's uh, me, Las Vegas. Let, let me get this straight. You think that Connor Bedard is going to be the single-handed savior for an Arizona Coyotes team yep. that will not even try their best to spend to the salary cap floor with actual players. But they're not the first to do that. They're not going to win. But they're they're not they're not the first to do that. I know they're not the first they, to they do have that. So but many if you're draft- Jacob Chikrin, you've never played in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I would rather go to a team that's at least trying to win. Because just just if you just because you get Connor Bedard, especially in the case of the Arizona Coyotes, doesn't mean they're going to try to win. Oh no, they 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 try and win. Okay, you get yeah. Connor. Oh, no, Ryan, you, you got you, you got to spend money to win, Darren. You you, you don't you, you don't got to spend land, money to win. You don't land Connor Bedard and don't <laughs> change the program. Like okay. look look what the Golden Knights did. They didn't plan on going to the Stanley Cup final in year number one. That wasn't in the ultimate blueprints. They're playing it, a 5,000 building. Let They're not finish. spending money. It happened, and they changed the plan. Connor Bedard? You win with Connor Bedard? It changes. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm shocked at your, at your you're, attitude you're not, towards this. You're, you're not going to win with Connor Bedard. You're not going to change around the entire fortune of the franchise with one player in his rookie season if you're not going to to put stuff around him. And I'm sorry, when you're playing in a 5,000-seat arena, you're not going to spend actual money on actual players. You're going to continue to to acquire contracts like the Shea Weber contract so you don't actually have to spend money to get to the salary cap floor. You can't win that way. You I'm sorry. You, you don't can't. think they would try and acquire better players next year if they no, won Connor really, Bedard? I legitimately don't think they would. No. I don't think they would. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. Uh, Let's take a break. When we continue, we'll get into the Vegas Golden Knights contest last night in Colorado. It was interesting on a couple of different levels. Think about this as we go to break. Who was the best player for Vegas? And what play was most talked about? We'll continue on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. I know I've got some faults. I may rub you the wrong way every now and then. But I also admit, I admit to my different shortcomings, all two of them. But this is one that I have to, I have to tell everybody. The Tampa Bay Lightning made a trade the other day for Jeannot. Mm-hmm. And I want to be... Upfront and honest with everybody. And I'm looking right at Chapman when I say this. I looked at the trade as it came across my phone. And I thought, hmm, somebody's having some fun. That's a fake trade. There's no way that just happened. And then I went through it and somebody else had it. And then somebody else had it. 
and I looked at the comparables and the compensation, and it was an actual trade. Mm-hmm. It's so out of control right now. What teams are surrendering for assets? And that that's a different kind because you've got some some runway left with the player in Janot. But a, an actual roster player in Cal Foot, first-rounder, and then a first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and, and draft picks that are stretching into 2026 now, uh, we're trading those players. I thought it was a fake trade. It, it was, as Gordon Weigers calls it, uh, uh, my buddy from the Golden Knights and their social media department, he called it a video game trade sure. where, where you keep adding picks until the computer finally takes it. And that's how crazy some of these things are happening. And there's been more today. Uh, We'll get into it on one-timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League. But the Oilers made a trade that shocks me. I I don't understand it at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. But we'll get into it in just a little bit. Uh, Let's uh, talk about uh, last night and uh, the game in Denver. It was a 3-0 result for the Colorado Avalanche. 2-0, plus an empty netter by Nathan McKinnon. Vegas did this right. They kept Colorado to two goals. They kept Nathan McKinnon off the scoreboard when their goaltender was in the net. Right, He scored the empty netter. Uh, It's impactful, but it's not really in the the grand scheme of the game. Uh, They came out, and in the first 10 minutes, were really good. Like, there were some things that I liked, but beyond that, the mistake in the first minute of the game, it it was costly. It, it didn't affect the flow of the game because Vegas was really good for the first 10 minutes. Okay. You can't even say that it put Vegas on, on its heels. That didn't happen. But it put you behind, and it ended up being the winning goal. So it's impactful. And they didn't generate enough beyond the 10-minute mark to be able to sustain any type of pressure. So while they had some good answers, it fizzled out uh, for uh, the, the back half. And then the final five minutes, there was a push, which you, you'd expect and, and, uh, and, and I liked. But that first play, is it counters what was the Golden Knights' best player. Aiden Hill was fantastic last night. But he made the puck handling mistake that led to the game-winning goal 14 seconds in. So how do you, if you're listening, I'm talking to you, most talking to Chapman and Ryan, how do you balance the performance of Aiden Hill? I, I mean, I think that, you know, outside of the one mistake, he was the Golden Knights' best player. And that's saying, you know, it kind of gives you everything you need to know about the game last night. He makes an egregious error. It ends up uh, standing up as a game-winning goal. But everything else that Aiden Hill did the rest of the game gave his team a chance to win. And so that's what you're looking for from your goaltender. Um, I, I thought it was a solid performance from Aiden Hill outside of the, the main mistake. That, that really... I don't think there's any other way to really look at it. You you balance that too much. You didn't pick a side. Chapman, where what, are you? What's the side I'm trying to pick? Well, here? it Hill was good. It's hard for me to place blame on a guy who made one mistake in the first 15 seconds of the game. You have 59 minutes and 45 seconds to 
get back into the game at that point. You didn't score a goal. So you absolve Hill. Absolutely. He, he was really good out, outside of the first 15 seconds. I mean, it's a gaffe. It happens. That, hold on. Was that your question? Do I blame Aiden Hill for the loss? No, I don't. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. It, it's it's hard for me to, to place blame on a guy for something that happens in the first 15 seconds. The, Except that mistake ends up being the winning goal but, that but you never did recover I will, from. I will push back and say you should they, not they get point- shut out. But you just you just said, Darren, that outside of the one mistake for the first ten minutes, they they were the better team. They were controlling play. They were getting to the inside. They found some 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 plays that were there to be made and, and sh- could have scored a goal. Like as Chapman says, you had almost an entire game to find a goal. Exactly, and, you did. And you couldn't recover. You did. Right? So and you didn't. Except well, was, you, you you in in a game as close as that, you can't afford that type of. Play and it's almost better if it's just a breakaway or a two. It's way better, in fact, if it's a breakaway or a two on one than that puck handling mistake because now that puts it like there is nobody else responsible for that but Aiden. Yet, Aiden he only allowed one goal yesterday. In in the in the when you look at it, he really only got beat, he only got beat once and to to put any responsibility on him for the result is grossly unfair. But I'm asking, is it okay to be grossly unfair because of what happened in the first 14 seconds? I think it's unjustified to be unfair. No, 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 no. No, because I, I don't think that Aiden Hill should have made the save on Evan Rodriguez that he did. He makes that save. So, like, there were there were a couple of plays where Aiden Hill makes makes a big-time save, and, and if not for the type of performance that he had while he was in the crease making saves, it's not as close of a game as you think it is. And he had to be dialed in on that four-on-three. I mean, because basically Colorado spent the entire two minutes in. So, so yeah. no, you shouldn't be grossly un- unfair to Aiden Hill. Yeah, he made a mistake, but I'm sorry. You've got a team as talented as the Golden Knights are up front. You've got to be able to score a goal. You guys are and, forgetting and what was... the goalie's job is. The goalie's job is to make saves that they're he supposed to make, make and the goalie's job is to make saves, saves they're not the supposed to make. He, he made some saves that he yeah. wasn't supposed to make, like Darren, Ryan pointed out. Still the job. For... So I'm just, I'm just trying to, to gain <laughs> a perspective on things. They didn't score things. a goal. They didn't score a goal. I'm trying to gain a perspective on this as to how you rationalize what happened 14 seconds in and what uh-huh. happened the rest of the game. And you could sell me on the fact that when it came to 19 minutes and 46 seconds, that was the best game we've seen out of Aiden Hill. I could buy that. Absolutely. I would pay extra if Chapman would lend me the money <laughs> to buy that. Well, I know I'm not getting it back, so I'm definitely nope. not lending it nope. to you. No, I. That's how much I respect and admire and appreciate the Aiden Hill performance last night. Yeah, he was good. Except the winning goal occurred on a gaff, fourteen seconds in, and you never were able to recover. But that's does not. That that's rest, not. It, you're, you're right. They, it it they, does they, not rest on him. But you're sounding. You know what you're sounding no. like right now, Chapman. What? You know what you're sounding right now, Wallace. <laughs> 
You're sounding like a goalie dad. You're sounding like a goalie dad. No, 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 no. That's what you guys are sounding like. Get out of here. You guys are sounding like pops driving home from the rink going, the puck had to get by four other guys before I get to the net. That's not what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Because I'm not going to be misconstrued by you. It happens too often. I'm not doing it right now. Aiden Hill is solely responsible for the first goal of the game. 100%. It's on. If he goes up the boards, if he doesn't even come out of his net, it's probably not a goal. But it does not change the fact that after that goal, for 10 minutes, it was the Golden Knights pushing the pace on the Colorado Avalanche. They just couldn't score, which is not something we haven't seen before with the Golden Knights. If you get shut out, I'm not putting on your goaltender, especially when your goalie made two or three additional saves that he probably shouldn't have made and made that game a a little bit closer than it actually was. No, I'm not putting it on Aiden Hill. Was he responsible for the first goal that happened? Absolutely. But a team with as much firepower as the Golden Knights have should be able to find a goal or two and and, and a goal 14 Mm. seconds in shouldn't stand Mm. up as the game winner. Right. Okay. Uh, Just It's still Ryan Ryan the Hockey guy, right? I'm just, I'm typing this tweet. It's Ryan the Hockey guy? Oh, you're you're That's, actually going to tweet at me. I'm, That's I'm, cute. I'm tweet. Um, I just because I want to say that I, I get this straight. Ryan's blaming the forwards now because they, they didn't score. I'm blaming the team, right? I'm I'm putting it on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Chapman and I'm I are sorry. Great, Chapman and I have the greatest time right now because he's pointing at me like you, you're you're twisting it. You're twisting yep. it. You're and such I, a jerk. And, sometimes. and I've got pom poms. I got pom poms up here. This is a Chapman. This, it's, yeah. it's it's beautiful. It's 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 what Darren does. It's how he it's how he feels good. Like, so so who is it. responsible? I I, I it's a team. it's a total team loss. What what is hard to understand about that? Like I, I I think when when you watch the game as a whole, first of all, the second goal where where you do mention that Aiden Aiden Hill was beat, there was a penalty on that play that wasn't called, and feels like the refereeing's been a little bit. It's been it's been really lately. shoddy lately. Yeah, I yeah. mean because the the, the cross check they called on Stevenson to set up the the four and three was, was okay. Hold garbage. on, that one that one I will give a pass because on. the the angle the referee was at and. Yeah. There's an extension of the arms, and if it's, the, 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 hold on, you, the 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 act was not a penalty. He pushed him with his glove. It was not. The, but from what the back referee saw, and you're not to guess, but what he thought he saw was an extension of the hands and a push knocked him yeah, down. I, I, I thought could, Shane. I, I thought Shane see, did a really good job yeah, explaining that too. I could see that being a penalty. The the other uh, on the in the second goal. There, there should have. That was a missed call. Yeah, that was an absolute missed call. And it turned into a goal. And unfortunately, you you mentioned could not recover. Once you go down two nothing to that team, coming back is not easy. And Yorgiev was was great. Yeah. Uh, in the other night, the the strength though, what what we didn't talk about enough last night in the broadcast, and what I will mention here is it's been displayed a couple of times where because Chandler loves that play, leaning on guys, and it's. It's a kind of a weird play because you wouldn't think that there'd be a lot of leverage to be able to check somebody like that without cross-checking them. Uh, that you could lean on the base of somebody's spine, right above the, their waist, and be able to force their feet out from under them going forward. That, that's basically what he's doing. You're, a lot of times you'll you'll check them in the back and they go over head first. But what Chandler does is pushes them at the base of the spine and forces the feet out from the front. The strength 
that is required to do that and the balance on your blades to be able to handle that type of play and execute that type of play while you're going 20 miles apart, that that was that's impressive to me in in just the the brute and athletic body of of Chandler Stevenson. So, uh, so uh, that I'll get that. And there was another play last night, and I will. I'll save this for hour number two. Okay, remind me to talk about Phil Kessel and hockey smarts. It was it was on the penalty that he took. He wasn't happy about that, but uh, but some some real real hockey smarts. So three nothing is is the final. Are you worried about Colorado in the Western Conference right now? Yeah, I I, I don't know anybody that that wouldn't be worried about this team. They're they're hitting their stride. Uh, Kale McCarr is not in the lineup right now, but will be back. And and when he is with a good haircut too. Even they're going to be even more dynamic and uh you know if Gabe Landeskog's able to get back before the end of the regular season going into the playoffs I don't know anybody that wants to play Colorado no I, I would be worried about that team yeah they they should get better if they can stay healthy and uh and get through this is about the time where you're thinking positive and then another wave that that's what last year for Vegas you think you're through it and then another wave happened can they get through that and get healthy and 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 ride it but They've done a really good job being able to stay in it and position themselves not to just make the playoffs, but they they can have a run at Dallas in the uh, yeah in that central division. I talked to Pete DeBoer today for the for the Chirp podcast, and and we talked about uh, where Colorado is. We we discussed this with Bruce Cassidy yesterday uh, prior to the game, and he said uh, it's bad for for the league that Kale McCarr is not playing. But it's really good for Vegas not not to have him in the lineup. They're they're at a spot right now where you get in, and then there's the potential for for some damage. So if you if you look at the Western Conference right now, okay, who are the best three teams after you watch Colorado blank Vegas yesterday? Vegas going in with a nine game point streak on its second-best role of the season. Who are the best three teams in the Western Conference? Um, I'll say, I mean, I look at it pretty simply. I think it's Vegas, Dallas, and Colorado. I really do. I, I like the Los Angeles Kings, and, and Phoenix Copley's been great, but I still think that they uh, they need more um, either on the back end or, or need to supplement with goaltending. But outside of that, I'm going Vegas, Dallas, and Colorado. I think they're the three best teams. Chapman, where are you? I'm, I'm the same. I th- and I think in order, I think Colorado right now is the best team in the West. They're playing. Recency bias because they've won six in a row? Well, not all that, but they're getting healthy. And they, they, they just look like a train right now. Uh, Dallas and then Vegas. I, I mean, I have to give Dallas the nod over the Golden Knights because they've beaten them twice. So I don't need any order. I just want no, no, top, but, but top three. Those okay. are the three best teams by far. Who would have been your best three teams in the Western Conference two weeks ago? I don't think Colorado would two, have been there for two me. Two weeks ago, we'd, we'd probably have talked about Seattle in, in the mix there or Los Angeles in the mix there. Um, certainly Dallas and Vegas would have been two of the three. Um, maybe you can make an argument for Edmonton, um, but probably not Colorado. It, it's, it's a rise of, of, of recency that we're going to talk about the Colorado Avalanche, but the fact of the matter is um, – they're the defending Stanley Cup champions, and they're starting to play like it, and that's scary. So who were your three best teams two weeks ago? 
three best teams two weeks ago, Dallas, Vegas, and I'll say Los Angeles. Okay. Four weeks ago. Then it would be Dallas, Vegas, and Seattle. Vegas? Because that was that no, was no, I would have that was right Vegas around in the going ago. into the All Star break. I I okay. Um, I I I like the way that they were playing. They were still tops in the Pacific Division. They they bumped out for a day. Like I I, I believe that the Golden Knights were still a good ty- a good hockey team. And my a month, point a, here a is a month ago was Winnipeg was was yes. in that discussion, and now they're fourth in the Central. Yes, and so S- Seattle it, it was Seattle was going good, and Dallas has been right there. Yeah, they've been there all season. My point here is it changes every two weeks <laughs> in the crazy. Western Conference, <laughs> from top to bottom. Your your power rankings, to use that term, changes every two weeks and will probably continue to do so up to the end of the regular season. As great of an arms race as we're seeing in the East, it's as equally wide open for a different reason in in the West, in that everybody is the same, but nobody's made that big move Yet, nobody's been able to establish any type of superiority over another. Boston uh, dominates. Carolina dominates in its division. Then you've got Toronto and Tampa Bay, which are secured in that in that matchup. There, there's a lot of security in their places and where they've gone in the East. We don't know what's happening in the West. Nope. It's again, as you said, it's wide open. So someone. Go out, make a big move, and put yourself ahead of the pack. Which, I wonder, is it coming for Edmonton? Or did their big move just happen? We'll get into it on one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League. But we have a bunch of tickets to give away today to Sunday's game against the Montreal Canadiens. It's a 3 o'clock start at T-Mobile Arena. We'll give away one pair right now to 702-876-1340. If you are caller number 13, call right now to 702-876-1340. I will give you two tickets to go to Sunday's game against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, We'll come back and uh, tee up hour number two on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wall. There's some stuff coming down today. Trade deadline lurking Friday at noon. We have a show on Friday. little trade deadline special uh, at noon. And VGK side and uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas. I believe it's Fox Sports Las Vegas. If, if it isn't, I apologize. But uh, I'm going to uh, direct everybody there. Uh, sort of on the um, nighttime at noon motif. And we are going to have that. And then we'll be with you on Friday at 4 o'clock for the VGK Insider Show. Post deadline to size up everybody's moves and what's happened and uh, how it shook out right now. I would put Winnipeg, Vegas, and Edmonton as the biggest movers in the Western Conference. Would you be there with that? Winnipeg, Edmonton, Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But none of them are huge deals. Edmonton's the biggest. 
because of uh, the, the 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 player they gave up, quite honestly, uh, in it, which puzzles me, and I'll get into that in hour number two. <laughs> also want to get into the game ratings from last night. Okay. You guys have decided that it was the player's fault. It wasn't the goalie. Wallace blamed the players, the skaters. But where does your game rating land in a 2 nothing result three in which there was a, well, 2 nothing. I don't count empty netters. The actual result was 3 yes. nothing. Empty netters are meaningless. Uh, but 2 nothing. Except when, when they turn out to be game winners. When yeah. the empty net gaff off Nick the was, start Nick was, was, was the fact that useless. they, uh, well, that turned out to be a game winner. Uh, exactly. The empty netter at the start turned out to be so impactful. <sighs> Game ratings coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Hour number two is next.